Hi there, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast. Today I'm moving on to a new subject and I'm going to be looking at this over the next few weeks. And I'm looking at trust. And today what I want to look at is the power of trusting in God. If we are to live with Christ, we must believe and have faith in him. We must have faith in what God has done for us and achieved through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And even more, we must trust in God, whom we cannot see, but who is with us and guiding our every step in this life. So today I want to begin looking at the power of trusting in God. My aim today is to look at the example of some who trusted their lives to God. How in spite of the things that happened in their lives, their faith and their trust in God did not waver. And also we'll look at Jesus who trusted God even unto death and how others rebuked him, but he trusted him completely. And that's where I'd like to start today. So the first scripture that I want to look at is in Matthew chapter 27. And I'm going to start reading from verse 39. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, you who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the son of God, come down from the cross. So also the chief priests and the scribes and elders mocked him, saying, He saved others, he cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now, if he desires him. For he said, I am the son of God. Now, here is this example of Jesus, who is the son of God, and he trusted God completely. He understood and he knew that he had to die and he had to die in this way. He had to be nailed up in this way. I mean, it tells us that in the book of Isaiah. He had to die so that we could have the chance at life. Now, it tells us there in that last verse, he trusts in God. And that's the important thing. In spite of the fact that he had to die, in spite of knowing all of the problems that were going to come, in spite of knowing all of the suffering and all of the pain that he was going to have to go through, it says he trusts in God. And he did. He trusted in God for everything. And we saw that right through his life. Now, Jesus came to teach us. He came to give us an example in his life of what we need to do. So just as he trusted God, even, even unto death, so too we have to learn to trust God in the same way. The next scripture I want to look at is in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. I'm going to read from verse uh, 22. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I'm a better one. I'm talking like a madman with far greater labours, far more imprisonments, with countless beatings and often near death. Five times I have received at the hands of the Jews the 40 lashes less one. Three times I've been beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I have been shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been adrift at sea. On frequent journeys in danger from rivers, dangers from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brethren, in toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. And apart from other things, there is the daily pressure upon me of my anxiety for all the churches. Now, these are the words of Paul, and we see in these words how much he suffered. And the Lord told him that he would suffer for his namesake. 
He told him right at the very beginning, when the Lord first appeared to him on the road to Damascus, and he went into Damascus and he was waiting there for three days and Ananias came and Ananias questioned the Lord saying, Lord, this man's come here to lock up people who claim to be Christians. And the Lord said to Ananias, he said, go because he's a chosen instrument of mine and I will show him how much he has to suffer. So Paul knew that he was going to have to suffer. He was told that through Ananias by the Lord that he was going to suffer. And we see here many of the different sufferings that he went through, being beaten and shipwrecked, being whipped five times with the 40 lashes less one. So five times 39 lashes at the hands of the Jews. He was stoned. You know, I mean, these, these sufferings that he went through. And yet through all of that, Paul trusted God. And we have to do the same. Paul trusted God because he recognized that there was something better. He recognized that the work that he was doing was not for his sake, but it was for our sake. He recognized that the work he was doing in the Lord was what the Lord wanted him to do and what the Lord had called him to do. And he understood that there was a better time to come, a better place to come. And on that basis, we'll have a look and see what it says over in Hebrews chapter 11. And I'm going to read uh, Hebrews chapter 11, starting from verse 8. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place which he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was to go. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked forward to the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself received the power to conceive, even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man, and him as good as dead, were born descendants as many as the stars of heaven, and as innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received what was promised, but having seen it and greeted it from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For people who speak thus make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was ready to offer up his only son, of whom it was said, through Isaac shall your descendants be named. He considered that God was able to raise men even from the dead. Hence, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. Now, we look at this. This is talking specifically about Abraham. But what we see here is the same thing that Paul saw. Because we see there in verse 15, if they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. And this is what Paul was looking towards. This is what Abraham was looking towards. This is what all the great men of faith, and when you read through all of Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about all of these different great men of faith from the Bible and from the early times. And it shows us that they had faith, but more than that, they had trust as well. 
They trusted in God. They knew the power of trusting in God with their faith. And these two can't be separated. Faith and trust go together. You can't believe in something or have faith in something if you don't trust. And you can't trust unless you have faith. And so these two go together. So Abraham trusted God. When he was told by the Lord to offer up his son Isaac on the altar, Abraham trusted that God could give him back Isaac. As I said there in that last verse, he considered that God was able to raise men even from the dead. Hence, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. He trusted God so much and he believed so much. And as a result, Abraham was reckoned righteous. That's how much he trusted and believed in God. By faith, he was reckoned righteous. God said, because you believed in me, because you believed without questioning, because you believed and grew strong in your faith, because he trusted God, then he reckoned him righteous. So this is the power of trusting in God that we see here at work. So consider this. Look at the lives of Abraham and Paul and Jesus. They suffered many things, but never once did their faith and their trust in God fail. They could easily have rejected God in the face of their situations, but they knew God had their backs and that whatever happened, he was in charge and he would have the right thing happen for them. God has a plan for your life too, and for mine. We have to trust him to carry out his plans no matter what. Just as a prayer point now, ask the Lord now to help you find the faith and trust and be so convicted in these things that you too could stand in the face of trials and tribulations and the testings that the people in the Bible had to contend with. Ask him to carry you when things are failing and in the face of adversity and to strengthen you as you move forward. So that's all for today. I'll be continuing on this subject of trust again next time. So I hope you will join me then. So until then, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast signing off and wishing you a blessed week ahead. God bless.